Hey there, I'm the Kentucky Guy, and thank you so much for listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Here at the Red Pill Current News Podcast, we strive on bringing you news that you won't find in the fake media every day. We also strive to bring you the truth, not only on politics, but the world news all around, including pop culture and so forth. As for myself, I worked in the private sector for around 25 years in the call center management and health insurance industry. Uh, Due to unforeseen circumstances and health issues, I was forced into early retirement last year. Now, a couple years ago, I noticed that something just wasn't sitting right with the way our country was being ran or being politicized as. So I started doing research, a lot of research. And that's why I'm able to now host this podcast. I've been on other shows as well, discussing my views. I'm also on social media. I'm on The Clapper, Rizzle, TikTok, Truth Social, Facebook, and many more. You can find me at the KY Guy, Kentucky Guy, KY Guy, or KY Guy 80. Different ones. Somebody had my name on other platforms, of course. <laughs> All right. So, yes, and I uh, do want to let you know that we do drop a new episode here every every Wednesday and Saturday. So be sure to uh, hit that follow or subscribe button no matter where you're listening to. We are on all podcast platforms. All right. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. And uh, again, God bless and God bless America. And welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. Hope everybody is having a fantastic day today. Uh, Very, very rainy and stormy here in eastern Kentucky. A lot of floods going on out there. And, uh, you know, our hearts go out to the ones that are definitely affected by it. Uh, So a couple of house cleaning things before we get into today's episode. Uh, Number one, if you're new here, be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button. No matter which platform you're listening to us on, we are actually on all platforms, including Amazon Music. Uh, We do drop new episodes here every uh, Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, Sometimes we're a little late because life happens, of course. Also, for you wrestling fans out there, I do host Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. We drop episodes there every Monday and Friday. Be sure to check it out. Uh, We are that show is also on every major platform, including Amazon Music. All right, so let's get into today's episode. Uh, Very excited. We do have a special guest with us. Uh, She is the host of Launch the Jesus Initiative podcast. A big warm welcome, everybody, for Miss Latoya Cunningham. Miss Cunningham, how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? Uh, doing fantastic. Above ground. Got to go to church. I'm very blessed. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Miss Cunningham, if you don't care, uh, could you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? 
Okay. I'm the visionary and founder of Launch to Jesus Initiative. Um, we're an online ministry. Um, we can be found on um, Apple TV um, and, as well as um, Fire Stick through the Daily Gospel Network. We're on YouTube and we're also on Instagram and every other social media platform. We have our own group actually on Facebook. I've um, been doing ministry for many years and I just really uh, felt led of the Lord to um, come forth and just um, share what God has put on my heart to share and just um, try to win souls to the Lord. Wow, that, that is absolutely fantastic, definitely. And uh, so we were talking uh, the other day. By the way, folks, for those of you the uh, wrestling program, uh, yes, it is uh, the same last name because they're actually related. Uh, Miss Cunningham is actually the mother of uh, Kim Cunningham, the fine young man we had on a few episodes ago. And uh, we were actually talking, and uh, you uh, on your podcast, you had mentioned that you had the lady uh, – that uh, actually stood up uh, when uh, Obama was president against the Black Lives Matter uh, painting over the Trump building. Is that right? Um, well, actually, it is. Her name is Bevelyn Beatty. She's a born-again Christian, her and her friend Edmund. And um, what happened was that um, it was during the Trump administration, actually, where the Black Lives Matter um, organization um, painted it in front of the Trump um, building in New York City. And she actually took black paint and painted over it. And so she was actually a guest on my show. It was just, it was a phenomenal interview with lots full insightful information. Yeah, that, that, that was, uh, that's amazing. And I'm, I'm actually looking for uh, that interview on your, on your podcast. Cause I want to, uh, I want to hear that because, uh, just uh, I remember when that happened, and you're right, that was when President Trump was in office. Um, and uh, that's just uh, somebody to take that initiative and to do that on their own, uh, knowing that they're going to get backlash over it is uh, pretty amazing. And we actually need more people like that right now in this country more than ever. So my hat's off to her, definitely. Um, so, uh, yeah, so um, on your... Uh, on your podcast, uh, now, do you talk about the, uh, like the, the state that our country's in as well? Well, see, this is the, this is the area that's a gray area um, because, you know, people always want to separate politics and religion. So what I normally do is um, when I need to um, have my voice heard when it comes to um, things that's on the political arena, a lot of times that's just on YouTube as opposed to the Daily Gospel Network because, um, you know, you have some outlets that don't want to ruffle any feathers. I really could care less about ruffling feathers. Um, Jesus ruffled everybody's feathers. So um, my take on it is that it's really important for us, the body of Christ, you know, to stand up and just, you know, be heard. Because if we don't, our country is going to be running to the ground. And actually, it is under this administration. Hey, you're you're absolutely right. And uh, here's something that, that I've and I, and I say it all the time because I believe it. Uh, they, they, they do. They try to separate church and state. But our forefathers that created the Constitution, created the Bill of Rights, uh, I'm going to say 95%, they believe in a higher power. They, they, that uh, saying about separating church and state, that would it's not a part of any bill. Bill of Rights or any constitution, because our forefathers, they actually believed in God and depended on him uh, for everything. And I think if our country got back to that, 
uh, we'd be in a lot better shape, a lot better shape. Uh, Absolutely, because I mean, it's on our money. It's on our money, and God, we trust. They had to believe. I, I agree, hundred you know, percent. It, it's on everything. Absolutely, and our, uh, you know, this this administration that's currently in there. I now you'll find that uh, uh, I call Biden the fake president. Um, but this administration, that's in there, yeah, th this fake administration, they have, they are doing everything possible farther away from God and Christianity. And, uh, you know, one of the one, I think it's a miracle uh, that the uh, and, and so blessed that, that it happened here in my lifetime is to see the Supreme Court overturn uh, Roe versus Wade. And, and I think that's a blessing. Now, this administration is coming up with uh, policies of their own to try to override this. Uh, even for they're trying to push federal mandate, even on states that now, uh, you know, abortion is illegal unless, you know, the uh, the female's life is uh, in danger, of course. Uh, and I just, you know. That scares me. It, it does, because I think that uh, uh, well, I know that God was happy the day that the Supreme Court overturned it. And for them to try to go over this ruling, first of all, I don't think it's going to work, but it just shows the evil intent on their hearts in this administration. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I actually um, had did a video on uh, Facebook Live about Roe versus Wade. Um, the day it was overturned, um, I was ecstatic. I mean, there's so many people who um, were for abortion, and I was really surprised. Even churches, that, that really stunned me because um, they like to use this, um, uh, what's the word I want to say, scenario. Well, what if the mother's life is in danger? That's not often the people that are getting abortions. Well, what if it's incest? That's not often the people that's getting abortions. I don't have any statistics in front of me, but I'm not a dummy. I believe maybe 90% of people that are getting abortions just don't want the child. So what they try to do is play these mind games and these in the spirit of division, let us bid us against ourselves. It's left against right. You know, um, it's uh, Christian against non-Christian and all those things. They have nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with God. Why would you in a country allow abortion up to a minute after the baby is born? That's sick. They're sick. I, I don't understand. And I, I really believe that one of the reasons that they're really having a problem with uh, abortions um, going to the state level is because they use a lot of those aborted fetuses in the study and the pharmaceuticals um, industry. And we know that the pharmaceutical industry is one of the biggest industries in our country. Yeah, I agree 100 percent. Now, I do um, have the statistics here uh, because I keep them on every show because this is a this is a topic right now. And in 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021, uh, uh, abortions for incest rate uh, 1%. Abortions due to the uh, female, the mother, uh, getting ready to lose her life was less than 1%. Here, here's a shocking number to me. Uh, all, all three years, or all four years, sorry, uh, that I did the research on this, 40% of the mothers that had an abortion 
during these four years, 40%, uh, this is not their first abortion. And that's a shocking number to me. That means they're just, they're getting, they're being careless, getting pregnant, and just having, you know, abortions uh, and murdering these babies just because they don't want the responsibility. It's shocking, shocking. What I take issue with is that they're using abortion as a form of birth control. Yeah, right. That's what I take issue is as a woman, you know, and, and I'm free to speak on this, you know, because here's the thing. If you keep having abortion after abortion, the toll that it pay, takes on your body. I've had a, a very close friend of mine. She had numerous ones and then she regretted it when she decided, hey, I want to get married. I want to have a family. And she wasn't able to do so. So they hide behind this, this saying, this um this narrative is about women's reproductive health. That's not productive to your health to have a uterus that cannot reproduce. It's not productive to your health to be able to um, be in a situation where you are ill. And I don't have any stats on this, but I would not be surprised that doing this over and over again will compromise you and put you possibly in, you know, a place where you could even get ovarian cancer. We don't know. It's not, it's not the original intent of our forefathers to be meddling around and people medical, um, you know, uh, uh, choices, you know, if you want to do it, you, that's between you and God, but don't make the federal government pay for it. That's not how the constitution was written out. It wasn't written like that. And they get it twisted too with the Supreme court. The Supreme court is the highest court in the land. It's supposed to uphold the law, not make law. So all this stuff right there, it's just a narrative of the devil. Uh, I agree 100%. And I'll tell you something that, uh, uh, Latoya, that I, I say in uh, the audience has heard me say this many, many times uh, on different episodes talking about this. If our forefathers thought for one second that the Constitution was going to be used for 50 years uh, as a shield to allow abortion, a taking of a life, they would have, if they, if they would have even entered their mind, I believe the kind of men they were, they would have put, they abortion would be completely illegal in every state at a federal level. I really believe that. I think they would have put something in there to capsize it. Uh, they would have never, you know, they would have never went for this uh, for 50 years. And I'm glad it's over. I don't think the federal, this administration, and uh, fancy Nancy Pelosi is going to get what they want on this. Uh, I just don't because taking it, the ruling overturning of Roe versus Wade, it it doesn't make abortion illegal. All it does is it puts it in the hands of the state. So if you live in a state and you don't believe in abortion, you vote for legislators who don't believe in abortion. If you believe in it, right, you vote for legislators in that state who believe in it. I mean, it's that simple. It's back in the hands of the state. I, I think that uh, the Democrats, uh, just to be honest with you, I think they're dead in the water when it comes to the midterms, and they're really just using this uh, for a campaign to, to try to help their stats. And I don't think it's going to work. I really don't. I believe that they're gonna, we're going to see right across the board. I yeah. really do because I believe that people are tired. They're, they're tired of this nonsense. And, you know, one of the things that I take issue with is this. You know, you have a narrative that you're trying to push. 
if we disagree, let's come to the place where we can agree to disagree. It doesn't have to be that I uh, cancel culture on you. And that's what the Democratic Party does. If you do not agree with them, they want to cancel you. And that's just too much power. And people, the reason I believe it's going to turn red, because the people that really love this country is not going to stand for it going any further. We have to protect generations born onto time. We have to be the ones that have the, the, the uh, foresight and the um the thought process for generations to come because our children and our children's children they're going to have to deal with the mess the debacle what the democratic party has put out there now they're trying to push everything anti-god and what's going to happen is satan always has the same trick he put goes too far and it flips on him and i believe god's about to flip the script i do too i i do i think it's going to be i think uh in my opinion, and I've been doing a, an actual series on this called Devolution, uh, in my opinion, I don't, and this is just my belief, I don't think that the uh, 2020 election, uh, the theft of it, I don't think that's over with. I, I really don't. I, I don't feel that God is pleased with it. And uh, I just, I look for something, you know, I keep hearing it's going to be biblical and uh, I kind of believe it. Uh, something's going to happen. And uh, I think it's all going to come out. And when it does, and I believe a lot of people have woken up, especially this year, uh, there's been one million was the last number that I seen. One million Democrats actually switched over to the Republican Party this year alone. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, people are waking up. Uh, I had a gentleman on here um, uh, the other day on Wednesday uh, for our episode for this week, and he was a Democrat. Uh, and as you know, I invite Democrats, Republicans, what have you, far left, far right. And the reason why is exactly like you said, to have a conversation. Uh, and I wanted, and basically in these conversations, I'm just trying to figure out why they believe the way they do, right? What, 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 what's behind it? And, uh, you know, um, and uh, Jay Hillcrist was his name. Uh, very, very nice guy. Uh, don't believe anything that he believes in, to be honest with you. But, you know, we were civil and we just had a conversation. And uh, it, it just amazed me. Uh, the last question I asked him was, can you tell me what a woman is? And he couldn't answer it. He couldn't answer it. He wouldn't answer it. Let's put it that way. That's sick. It's, it, it's amazing. Uh, you, know, you know, and it's a very simple answer. A, a female uh, is a person that has the ability to uh, with the reproductive organ in them. I mean, if you want to keep it technical, you know. <laughs> you know, I um I have a well. He was on your show. My son, he's fourteen, and I drove up to the school one day, and I was shocked because they had a a a, a rainbow flag in the front. And um, I, I said to the principal, I said, what is this about? And they said, it's Gay Pride Month. And I said, what's the pride in sin? And so she just looked at me. I said, and what is this that I hear? Because my son has said something to me about gay history. What is gay history? They've gotten these kids so turned around and twisted the people who are not grounded in Christ. They've gotten so twisted that they added all these pronouns. You know, you can be 
a man but have a woman, that is not biologically possible. So it's the spirit of confusion and lawlessness and rebellion and antichrist spirit that has hit the land. And we, as the people that's standing and believe in our flag, we got to get up. The, the sleeping giant, the church has had to wake up. We got we to gotta poke the bear. Because if we don't, we're going to see a world that we don't recognize. And I barely recognize it now. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's crazy. Like, what are you talking about? That a man can have a baby and you don't know what a woman is. And you a man. A woman is the woman is the person that carries you. So you don't know if your mother's a woman. It's just ludicrous. It, I think it's some kind of, and I say this and I'm laughing because I read a study one time at, um, that uh, John Hopkins had did many years ago. I think it was in the 40s or the 50s. And they did a study where they said that people who were transgender, that it was a psychological situation. It was like a psychosis that you look in a mirror and you a man but see a woman. And I think it's some kind of psychosis that's going on with people. Like, it's beyond our, our imagination. How could you even come up with this kind of stuff? Where do they get this from? It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, I remember, um, shoot, it's been probably four or five years ago. Uh, I used to uh, be in the uh, insurance business, and I would train uh, new people. So I'm riding around with this young lady, and uh, we're going, you know, customer to customer, door to door. And uh, we were talking because we had some drive time. And uh, she was telling me that uh, about her 11-year-old daughter. Oh, okay, you know. Well, I picked her up for the next, like a, a week later. I had to go with them every so often. And uh, I asked her how her daughter was doing. And she goes, oh, she's doing very good. Uh, she came out uh, yesterday. And I was like, come out of where? And she's like, she come out that she's uh, gay. And I was like. I was like, sweetheart, I was like, she's 12 years old. I was like, somebody has put that in that kid's head. She shouldn't even know what gay or bisexual is at that age. So she has heard that from someone, you know, and then come to find out that uh, actually it was the, the parents, uh, you know, <laughs> the lifestyle they lived in front of her. Uh, but uh, I was wondered why that lady got mad at me for saying that, but. It is what it is. I mean, these kids, they don't know. I mean, no. I've, I've said it all along. My daughter, uh, thank God, you know, she'll be 20 years old and she's in college. Um, but if she was uh, in elementary school right now, um, I'd be pulling her out. She'd be homeschooled. Something have to change because this is, it's just crazy what they're teaching our kids. It's, it's, just, it's, it's scary. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. Um, okay, so uh, Latoya, hang on. We are going to take a quick break uh, for our sponsor. Our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. If you're thinking about starting a podcast or you already have a podcast, be sure to check out Anchor. All right, folks, we will be right back. Thank you so much. Hey, guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the best and easiest way I've found to start a new podcast. Everything is right there. At Anchor, I can not only record my podcast, I can add music, I can add sounds, and much more. Also, I can trim and crop my podcast as well. 
all in one place right there on my iPhone or computer. On Anchor, as a host, you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Everything is in one place. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Best part of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Ah All right, and welcome back to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. As I mentioned there uh, on the ad, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you can reach Anchor on your iOS Android device or on the web at Anchor FM. Okay, so uh, if you're just joining us, we do have uh, the Launch the Jesus Initiative podcast, Miss Latoya Cunningham, and uh, we're having a discussion today uh, just about the crazy world that we're currently living in. Uh, Miss Latoya, thank you for joining us back. Oh, I'm so honored to be here. All right, so um, yeah, so. I noticed that, uh, boy, there's a lot of things going on uh, in the news right now, and I just wanted to get your take on a couple of things. Uh, I noticed that, uh, let's see here, that uh, President Biden, the fake president, he again on Saturday, yesterday, he tested positive for COVID-19 once again. So as the fake media gets on and tells us, oh, he's back, he's 100%, blah, 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 uh, his actual, the White House physician, Dr. Kevin O'Connor, uh, said that Biden, uh, he has got symptoms, and they retested him, and he's still positive. So, so what do you, what do you make of this? Uh, with the, uh, you've got a, you've got a, uh, the fake president who has all the jabs, including uh, the, uh, the booster jabs as well, and uh, he's got COVID again right in a row i don't believe it i don't believe it I, first of all i'm going to make my disclaimer i don't believe in the jab i don't either i believe with the jab and i'm not trying to get off topic here i believe the purpose of that is to ruin our immune system and that's why they want us to because it takes a while for our immune system to reproduce again and so i think that's why they have these to keep tearing down our immune system then get us to the place where we are totally dependent on the pharmaceutical industry again to keep going back to them and they're making them money. Now, as of Biden having COVID again, what is the sense, what makes sense is for him to say, you need to get all these precautions and then you keep ending up with COVID. So something is going on behind the scenes and it's very um, alarming to me, his even physical appearance. He doesn't seem to be cognitive. He doesn't seem to know where he's at. Um, And also he doesn't seem to be stable. Nothing that he says has consistency in it. So I just, I don't believe that, um, I don't believe that he has uh, COVID. I think they're hiding him because they know that he has lost cognitive abilities. That's what I personally think. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree with everything you said there. Um, I actually feel that the jab is a part of this depopulation scheme. Yes. Uh, that the, uh, this, I call it new world order, uh, that mm-hmm. they 
fun. I, and, you know, I know a lot of people don't believe in it, but I really think, uh, well, I've shown proof uh, and I've seen proof that this these people exist. They don't want they want half the population in the world of what we have right now. True. It's it's an actual it's sick and it's hard to believe. And it sounds like it's science fiction and and, and conspiracy and all that. But it's actually true. Uh, now, the world, the WHO, the World Health Organization, uh, is saying that monkeypox is oh, the new global health emergency. Here's my issue with monkeypox, them trying to blow it up like COVID. Uh, my research tells me that monkeypox is spread through homosexuality. So how does two-year-olds, like they're saying in New York, and one-year-olds have this? I don't see how it's possible. I don't see how it's possible either. And it's not going to work with the monkeypox. I think they had a real good test run with COVID, and they scared everybody. But people... People are not um, conditioned mentally, physically, emotionally to be separated from other people. You see, the first thing they do when they want to break somebody that goes to that's incarcerated and they have problems with what do they put them? They put them in solitude confinement. So they do that to break them. So that's what they did to us with the COVID, which was a man-made disease, I believe, that was created in labs here. So or over in China, wherever your school of thought is. Um, but they wanted to have us segregated, separated. People are not going to go for that again. They're going to have a rebellion. No one's going to go for the same old nonsense that we can't be in communication with people. We can't travel with people. It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Now, if monkeypox is contracted through homosexual activities, how can children possibly get it unless they're injected with it? And that leads me to think, well, what's going on? And, you know, with possibly... Healthcare, you know, what are they really sticking when in our children? You know what I mean? With the immune uh, immunization shots, and um, also I had a point too that I wanted to cover. Wanted to come back. I just don't believe in this whole monkeypox things. I think it's another farce. Oh, you talked about depopulation. People are wicked. They want to depopulate us, and they want to get rid of you and me and our parents. They want to get rid of the baby boomers. Because they uh, have, they think they want to get rid of Generation X, which is my generation, because the baby boomers raised us and we think. So people that are the baby boomers of Generation X are a threat to them because we think outside the box and we just don't take it. And the first thing they do when they want to discredit someone is say that something's wrong with them. It's a conspiracy theory. You know, they want to, um, you know, uh, not credit us and say that something's wrong with us because we're crazy. We're not crazy. We see. So that's what it is. They, that's why they, they want to get rid of, they want to get rid of us generation X and they want to get rid of the baby boomers because the millennials will go for anything. I, I agree. They, they, uh, they have this, um, they have a plan and they've had it. I've actually had a chance uh, in my research to uh, I've seen their playbook. I've seen their mm -hmm. playbook. And the monkeypox, uh, you're absolutely right. Too many people are awake now. I did notice that uh, in the news yesterday that uh, the governor of New York has, <laughs> or New York, I tell you, God is, God's going to destroy that place, I'm telling you. Uh, but that governor has declared a state of emergency over monkeypox. Uh, it's crazy. They're saying uh, uh, 1,300 people. 
uh, have been confirmed uh, with monkeypox cases, according to the New York Department of Health, according to their website. This is, I mean, you never even heard of monkeypox. It was, it was always in Africa and South Africa, and it was maintained there for a hundred years. Uh, and you're going to tell me all of a sudden now, here it is in the United States, here it is in Europe, here it is in Brazil and Spain. I just, uh, I'm like you, I don't buy it. I do not buy it at all. No, it's, 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 it's crazy. I mean, I want to pose a question to you. I know you're the interviewer, but I, I need some enlightenment with this. What do you think about these foreign countries buying land here? What do you think is going on with that? Yeah, I actually did an episode on that. Um, it, it's uh, and it's farmland too. Yes. And, uh, China, China owns twenty three percent, which is a big number. If you look at uh, how much farmland there is in the United States. They own 23% of our farmlands. And uh, Bill Gates, uh, he actually owns more than that. He's the biggest uh, privately owned purchaser of farmland uh, and forest land in the United States. And uh, I I'm telling you, they, uh, they want, they want the, there's a food shortage coming, just mm -hmm. as we're talking, okay? Uh, uh, I, and I know the audience has heard this, but and I'm going to keep saying it, everybody needs to prepare. There has been so many food processing processing uh, companies in the last six months, uh, and I forget the number, I had the number, um, mysteriously caught on fire or blown yes. up. Or blown up. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and now uh, I've seen a, 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 an interview with a farmer the other day and uh, he lost so many heads of cattle uh, due to the heat, wow. right? So, I mean, in the showed pictures, I mean, it was horrible. There was hundreds and hundreds of uh, cattle that were just, you know, they were, they were gone. They were no longer here. They were dead uh, due to the heat. There's more to that as I dug a little bit further, and I don't really believe that it's the heat. I know that the, the Biden administration is actually offered to pay several farmers more than what their crops would bring to destroy their crops. Now, why? Why would you do that? Why would this administration do that when it's never been done before? I mean, they're, they're setting us up, and I think that these other countries, along with Bill Gates, they're buying this farmland uh, because, well, really, they wanna eat. They wanna eat meat, they wanna have eggs and everything. They don't want us to. They'd rather us eat bugs or die. So, so that's my that's my theory on that. Um, and and that's a good point, a good question you brought up because it, it's getting very very scary. The fertilization, if you uh, if you look at uh, Sri Lanka, I talk about them a lot. They recently, uh, because of starvation, overthrew their prime minister and ran their president out of the country. And uh, the guy that they put in there, their new uh, president, he's not going to make it. The people are already rebelling because he's he's the same thing, only a different cloth, if you know what I mean. Yes. It's the same thing. And uh, this group, this woke generation, uh, all you have to do is look at the Netherlands, Sri Lanka, 
look at Guam uh, over in Africa. They've tried it. The, it does not work. People, it causes starvation. causes people to riot and revolt. And uh, I'm telling you, they keep pushing that here. Uh, you're absolutely right. I think uh, protests. I don't believe in violence. Uh, but you're right. We need to get loud and we need to raise our voice. And everywhere we go, and I tell my audience all the time, if you see something that you feel that's not right, don't turn a blind eye to it. Say something and say it loud so people know. Absolutely. Because uh, there's not there's not a Superman that's going to come in here and just <laughs> take everything right. It's going to be up to us. We got to get out in November. We got to vote. Uh, mm -hmm. We got to vote people who want to put America first. And uh, we've got to put our trust back into Jesus. And we just have to... Uh, be willing to speak up and stand up for what we feel is right. We absolutely do. You know, and uh, I really believe that this whole food shortage, it is part of a greater plan. You know, it's out of the handbook of evil. Absolutely. And, and it's going to have people where they start the rioting and the looting. But I believe that the people that trust the Lord are going to be okay. Not to say that you're not supposed to have provision and wisdom because you can't be an extremist on both ends. You have to have balance, you know? And so I think that we should at least stock up a month's supply of food so that we'll be able to survive this or even more, but just a bare minimum a month. And um, I believe that we're in a place in our country right now that we have to really have our eyes open because you see what's happening with the um, gas. So if the gas is so high, how's the truckers going to bring us our supplies? You know, so it's, it's, it's all it's all one big narrative to get us where we're totally government dependent. Yeah, it, it's all by design. You're absolutely right. Um, and uh, one thing that you said there about the diesel is uh, there's two major companies. Uh, one of them is called uh, Lovejoy and the other one is um, I can't think of the name of it right offhand, but they they actually put out a statement that uh, the way things are going, we're going to run out of diesel because of the oil supply, which is pretty scary. Uh, they actually made the statement in their article that uh, uh, they can see the pumps actually being dry soon. And it, it's just, uh, and, it's, and it, it's, all, it's on all ends, right? The food processing plants, now the farmlands. Uh, there was a report that I did the other day. Uh, there's a gentleman in uh, Pennsylvania uh, he's an Amish dairy farmer. Yes, I seen that. Yes, uh, crazy, crazy. They shut him down for what? Because his food's not uh, FDA, right? It's not because he doesn't shoot that junk in him. You know, he's and it's just uh, you know he's he supplies food to four thousand families, and right now they've got him completely shut down. He's not even allowed to butcher the animals on his farm. Uh, Right now, those 4,000 families right there are, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they find other means, of course, but uh, they, you know, they could, they natural chain of food that they get uh, from this gentleman. And he, he did all the right things. He had the organization set up uh, just so things like this wouldn't happen. And, uh, you know, we, we have three-letter agencies that are pretty corrupt. 
FBI, CIA, and uh, they're in those. And thankfully, we're starting to see some whistleblowers now. Uh, and I know that it's just on the Hunter Biden thing, but I think that's just the tip of the iceberg. I think once they start digging into these people, we're really going to find out a whole lot of stuff. Absolutely. And uh, I believe the reason they want to shut that Amish farmer down, not just because of, you know, how he's not shooting up the cows and stuff, because that's where we're going to be able to get our food supply from them. They're off the grid. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I tell people all the uh, on this show all the time, go get acquainted with your local farmers. Yep. Because you're going to depend on them sooner or later. And I tell you, uh, being, you know, being a Christian myself, the war is just really starting to brew against Christianity. I think there's going to come a time, uh, and I hate to say this, but I really do, I think there's going to come a time where we'll have to sneak up in the hills and in the woods uh, just to meet, to have service. I, I really think that war, I mean, it's going to escalate. Uh, they've already shown they don't care. And when it comes to the Judeo-Christians, uh, it just, uh, you know, we're the enemy. We used to be the majority, and now it seems like we're the minority. I believe that's absolutely on point. I mean, and the word speaks about it. So we're not, we're not, God does not do anything and have us caught off guard. Nothing surprises God. So he gave us a playbook, which is the Bible of all the enemies play, you know, plays that he's going to do. So what we have to do as believers is get in our word and stay in our word because, you know, no longer can we be like religious people. You know, I often see people, and this is nothing against my Catholic friends because I know there's some Catholic people that love the Lord, but, you know, something happened, they're doing a cross sign, you know, whatever. That's not going to do anything. We need to get back to the basics. And, if you're not acquainted with the word or if you read it a long time ago, go back and get reacquainted with it because we're going to need the word to get through this mess. And I, I, I definitely believe that we're going to be going to the hills. And so I have myself started preparing in the sense that um, even for health reasons, I really don't consume as much meat as I used to. Because Americans, we consume more meat than any other country in the world. So that's just my thought on it. No, you're right. And uh, I'll tell you something about the meat that we're eating. Oh, man, it's so full of stuff, bad stuff. Uh, you know, and, and that's been the case for a long time. Uh, one of the things that you said, uh, and I agree with 100%. First of all, I've never read in the Bible, and I've never seen one of God's true children uh, go hungry, right? Right. But it also says in there, to watch as well as pray. Yes. So we have to be we have to be adults about this, and we need to prepare. And mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. Uh, I've often said a month's supply or whatever you could afford. Um, you know, you need to do the best you can, and it's only for you and your family. You know, it's only right. it's only to protect them. And the only reason why I tell people this is because I love people. I want people to live. I want them to have a good life. And uh, I know, I mean, they're not doing all this for no reason. They, these places aren't catching on fire or blowing up. Uh, it's not all, it's not an accident. It's not just, you know, 
something can happen twice and okay what a coincidence but when it happens hundreds of times something is a myth and something's causing that and that's why it just uh, you know it, it just it scares me it does i have a lot of family out there and uh and a lot of friends and uh i just they just seem to turn a blind eye to it and no matter how much i tell them they just don't want to believe and i know it's hard to believe but it's coming i mean turn on your news not the fake news but get on there and research yourself i tell people to do their own research all the time and look at these other countries and don't never doubt what's happening there can't happen here because it can very easily right because here's the thing the one major thing i found when i found that playbook was if they can't get america to go and fall then there none of it works america has to because the world follows america so if they can't get america to fall then their new world order plans all they're shot it's not going to happen absolutely absolutely and they the thing that they're really depending on is the spirit of fear. Yeah. You know, um, you said something there when you said you've never seen people who love God, I'm paraphrasing, go without. It's a scripture for that. It says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken yep. or its seed beg for bread. We don't have to beg for bread, but we have to be wise. And that's why I mentioned not being religious but really getting in the world, we have to be wise like Joseph was when he prepared those storehouses because a time of phantom is coming. So we have to be really wise and purposeful, you know, when we do things. And the people that won't receive us, now they will be, they'll be knocking down our doors later. And I pray that it's not too late. I really do. I pray that it's not too late. And then when you also said about the children in the school, you know, I want to go back there because you made some really powerful points and about pulling them out. You know, it saddens my heart that children can't go to school and be kids no more. But I understand why so many families choose to homeschool because that's where they try to indoctrinate them. You you see it on, oh, my God, Buzz Lightyear, the big movie that came out was a total flop. And that was an indication spiritually to me, prophetically to me, that the world is tired. And then they had leaked that interview from Disney where she said, one of the um, corporate uh, people up in the corporate said, we want to just make it as queer as queer as possible. We want to just throw all the queer in there. So this is, this is, a, a, um, this is war. There's a book I read many years ago called The Art of War, but this is war. And this war won't be fought on foreign lands. It's fought right here in America. Absolutely. And we have to realize that. Absolutely. We're, we're at war now. It's an information war and a spiritual war. You're yes. absolutely right. Um, and it just, uh, it, it amazes me, the people that I talk to that turn a blind eye. See, I, I'm on uh, other social medias as well, right? TikTok and Clapper. And we're getting ready to get off TikTok because it's getting a little far out there. But uh, Clapper and Rizzo and I make videos. And it amazes me, and I know that there's just uh, what people call trolls out there, people that have nothing better to do. But, right. But the people that are serious that comment on some of my videos and, like, full-heartedly don't see any of this and will not believe it and, you know, uh, everything's fine. It's just a part of life, what we're going through. 
uh, it amazes me that those people are still asleep. And you mentioned uh, that they're going to be the ones that come to us. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm worried about. Uh, I don't think, I think they'll try to steal and rob. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, people need to understand you have to protect yourself and your family. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a violent person. Uh, don't believe in violence whatsoever. But now when it comes to somebody coming in and threatening my family, I'm going to stand up as the man of the house uh, to them. And people need to realize you may have to, you're going to be put in situations that you never thought in your life you'd be put in. Yes. And you need to be prepared for that. You, you really do. And I tell you, do you have any thoughts, uh, Latoya, on this? Um, I, I noticed that I keep seeing this. Uh, the Chinese absolutely do not want Nancy Pelosi to come to Taiwan. And uh, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, that's just, it seems crazy to me. Uh, they're actually threatening to shoot down any, if they have fighter jets uh, guarding her plane, they're threatening, and this would be an act of war, of shooting those jets down along with Nancy Pelosi's plane. Now that is saying a lot. Yeah. That is really saying a lot. Now my thoughts on that is, okay, if they want to shoot down her plane, what does she know? You know what I mean? What does she do to them behind the scenes that they really don't like her like that? So Nancy Pelosi, she has, she absolutely had to do something to them people for them just to say that they're going to shoot them down. Come on now. Nobody does that. And that would be an act of a declaration of war, like with Pearl Harbor or something. So, yep. um, and, and they know the Chinese is not playing. So I don't even know. They had to get um, security clearance to know why they don't like them, why they don't like Nancy Pelosi. So they should know we can't send her over there. Why are you trying to send Nancy over there? Now, here's my theory, and it could be far left. I don't know if Biden's going to last. And Carmela, God help us if she get in the white seat. <laughs> I mean, the White House, I, ain't, I couldn't even get it out right. God help America, okay, if she gets to be the president. And they don't like Nancy Pelosi. So I find it strange that all of a sudden all these pieces like domino effects are coming out. You got karma, you got Joe that got supposedly um, uh, COVID because they want to hide him because he's out of his mind. They got uh, karma that don't want to deal with the border, but she loves all those people until they get dropped off in the city near her. Uh, now you got Pelosi that can't go over to China. What did you do to China? What kind of business dealings did you do to China that they don't like you? Because it had to be something behind the scenes. And if you watch closely now, they're starting to expose her a little bit because before they would have never allowed her husband um, arrest to be public knowledge. They would have hit it. So something's going on. Yeah, and they're also uh, exposing her for insider trading as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what that makes, and you're, and you're spot on. I, I think you're spot on. I think there is something going on. Um, my theory is maybe Taiwan, you know, everybody yells, and, and, and you may not agree with this, and, and that's okay. We'll, we'll disagree in love, right? Uh, but, but I feel everybody's like, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. And I've been the one saying Ukraine is not a good place. It is not. And their leader is not a good guy. Uh, that's a tyranny ran country 
who is the biggest laundering country as far as money, uh, dirty money, that there's ever been. That guy was installed by Obama back in 2014. And uh, we all know what kind of leader he was. And I'm just wondering, uh, because they're so serious about Nancy Pelosi. First of all, we know Nancy Pelosi is not a good person. And we know that and we know that she does not love America. There's not it's not possible the things that she's done in her career. Um, I'm just wondering if Taiwan is involved in some stuff that we don't know about, like Ukraine. And maybe that's why China's threatening them. It just, uh, you know, I just can't see. First of all, most of the stuff that we've seen on TV about Ukraine, the war, uh, wasn't true. Come to find out, a lot of it was a, a VR video game or something that, oh, wow. that they were showing. Yeah. Uh, Russia didn't bomb. If any malls or civilian places got bombed, uh, that was due to the Ukrainian army and nothing to do with Russia. Uh, basically, uh, Russia went in there to expose, and he did, the biological weapons that they did. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big Putin fan or anything like that, but um, I do think that they went in there for the right reasons. Uh, the Kanzaria Mafia uh, is located there, and they went and ran those guys out and the neo-Nazis and so forth. And as you notice, nobody really talks about it anymore, but yet we have this administration wanting to send them more and more money. Now, Rand Paul, uh, and not just because he's my senator, which I'm glad he is a senator in Kentucky, uh, he objected to the last four, $40 trillion that we sent them or whatever it was. And, and his reason was, and it was very logical, why not put somebody over this to see where the money's going? Where's all this money going? You know, we haven't spent a third of the money on our border that we've sent Ukraine for their border. And he's absolutely right. Where is this money going? And, you know, they've Chuck Schumer and even some rhinos, Republicans, uh, got on there and said, oh, he shouldn't objected. These people need it. Why do you need so much money in a war? Uh, I know you need weapons, but why do you need money? What, what, what's, what's the deal with that? So, and like I said, they've always been known as a money laundering thing. So I just, I don't know. I have to question Taiwan in a way now. Uh, Trump's been right about everything. And he did say that uh, China would invade Taiwan. Um, and I, I'm the kind of guy, I don't know if you've listened to the devolution uh, series I've been doing. But I kind of believe that, in a way, uh, Trump is still in charge. I believe we have he's running a shadow government. Uh, and for them to let them invade Taiwan, uh, and, and I do mean let, uh, we would have to let them do that. Uh, I just wonder if there's more going on there than what we know. Now, talking about the Ukraine, this is my take on the Ukraine. I got a problem if your government, excuse me, I have a cold. If your government is in chaos, people dying in the streets, you see all this stuff on CNN, the fake news, and you and your wife is on a cover of Vogue magazine. What kind of nonsense is this? I don't, I don't believe that the things that we are seeing are actual footage. I don't believe it. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. It just don't make sense. And Taiwan is dirty. And so 
we already know that they have a lot of history of backhanded um, deals, underhanded deals over time. So I'm not surprised. And I think that Trump has been spot on. Now, when you talk about him running the shadow government, I can't say yay, I can't say nay, but I think he has more power than what people give him credit for now. And these leaders that allow these places to be invaded, they got their pockets, they got their pockets filled with cash, trust me. And I want to know why they want to arrest Hunter Biden. Well, nobody, I mean, what is the problem? We have the videotape, as Phil Donahue said. Remember Donahue said, let's go to the videotape. Right. <laughs> we have the videotape. What's going on in that region of the world? Something's dirty going down. And that's why it's all these um, innuendos about Nancy can't go over there and then all of a sudden letting them places being invaded. No, I believe that something big is going on. And I believe that God's going to pull the sheep back and expose a lot. Yeah. Amen. I believe that, too. Uh, and I think that um, I, I I really believe that. Uh, and you're absolutely right about being on the cover of Vogue magazine. Something I found that you might find interesting. Uh, I've already reported it, but uh, uh, I just can't get over it, I guess. Uh, come to find out that there was a I found a video clip where they showed all the dead bodies like in body bags. In Ukraine, right? Uh, at the end of the clip, a guy unzips the body bag that was laying there to see if it was okay to come out. Oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, they had this uh, Instagram, Ukrainian Instagram model uh, that was supposed to, she had this gun, and uh, she was, you know, they were taking pictures of her, and she's going to fight for her country and what have you. If you look closely, I blew it up. The gun's fake. There's no barrel on it. <laughs> so it is crazy. Uh, it, it is. It, it really is. And, and you know, they try to make this uh, Lewinsky guy out as a hero. And he he is just man. He's he's worse. Or he's he's a he's a very bad dictator is what he is. And they were never a democracy. Their their tyranny ran uh, country at one time. They were very close to becoming a democracy. But that was under a different president. And uh, Obama and Biden ran him out. Wow. Called this guy. No, I'm not surprised. I really not. Yeah. Um, as you can tell, I, I did a lot of research. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. And, and I tell everybody, never take my word for anything. Uh, go do your own research. Because uh, I think it's you're more fulfilled that way if you find out this information on your own. You know? But uh, I'm going to, as long as I have breath, uh, I'm going to put out there what I know because people need to wake up. They really do before it's too late. And I think we're, we're at that precipice where it's going to be too late very soon. Very soon. I believe so, too. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of, uh, there's this guy that I listen to. Uh, I listen to his podcast, and he, he always talks about, uh, back in Babylon, uh, a hand of God moment where God's hand come down and wrote on the wall. Right. Uh, he, he says that we're going to experience, he believes, he believes, let me put it that way, we're going to experience something like that. And, you know, if things happen the way I think they're going to happen, uh, yeah, they need to give all the glory to God because he's the one behind it all. He's the one that gives everyone strength and knowledge. You know, just like I tell people when they go and uh, 
They say, well, you know, yeah, the doctor gave me this medicine. That's good. That's good. God give the doctor the knowledge to give that. <laughs> and it's going to take God to bless that medicine to do anything for you. Amen. You know, so always remember that. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I tell everybody all the time, I am what I am. I'm like Popeye the Sailor Man. I am what I am. <laughs> but uh, I've definitely enjoyed uh, our talk today and uh, hope you come back and see us uh, and, uh, uh, real soon. And uh, uh, looking forward to uh, catching up on some episodes on your podcast as well. Uh, I did notice one thing. You'll find this interesting. Uh, the new uh, Gallup poll came out, and uh, now Biden is actually under uh, the 41% mark. He's actually at 38% job approval now. So people are waking up. You know, that's a 19-point 19, 19 plunge from this time last year. That's pretty big. I've often told people that this is the Carter administrator times to take two. Yeah, I tell everybody that this is uh, – uh, Obama's third term, he's in the basement or something telling Biden what to do. I believe that. I believe he's all involved. But I, I mean, if you look at everything that's happening, this just reminds me so much of the Carter administration. And I had seen online that the Carter administration, someone that was in that former administration, was insulted with the comparisons. So that says a lot right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we were speaking about the jab earlier and, uh, I did want to uh, uh, make a report real quick that uh, the United, the U.S. healthcare workers uh, actually uh, they did settle out of court. Uh, they had a lawsuit because they were mandating uh, healthcare workers to get the jab, and uh, they did. They ended up paying the government did uh, 10.3 million dollars to those workers. So that there's a victory there that I think uh, you know because I've I've said it from the beginning. And I told my daughter even because they were talking about universities uh, mandating this uh, vaccine. And I was like, look, I was like, if they do that, I want to know because this is unconstitutional. We still live in America. They may want to throw the Constitution out and do what they want to in this lawless generation. But we're going to do the right thing. We're going to follow the Constitution. They're not going to mandate, you know, people to it, it was crazy. Uh, but the Supreme Court shot that down, of course, when Biden tried to push that through. But I am glad that these healthcare workers, because I felt so bad, because when COVID first started, that's all we heard was how great are the necessary workers, how great are, and they are, you know, the police officers, the nurses, and that, putting their lives on the line every single day, not just during COVID, but all the time. And uh, they got away from that, and they turned, like, evil towards them and said, now you have to have the jab or you don't have a job. Oh, you're in the army. You're in the military. You, you defend our freedom. Well, if you don't get the jab, you're out. I've got a nephew. Uh, his wife is in the military. Uh, she's being discharged because she won't take the jab. It's crazy. All those years of service to our country and they just get disregarded because I decided I don't want to do it. That's horrible. It, it, it is. And I noticed that, uh, uh, I noticed something President Trump said, and I'm glad he said it, and it tells me that he's still got some some influence. Uh, in his speech in Arizona, he made the statement that all of the military that have lost their job due to not taking the mandatory vaccine will have their jobs back and their pay 
they'll be paid for all the time that they miss. Good. That's a big statement for somebody that's not supposed to be president or anything, right? <laughs> that's a big Yeah, statement. exactly. Something's going on. Yeah. And, and I think that uh, everybody better hold on because August is usually a very hot month. And uh, uh, I just don't know. Everything's setting up. Uh, there's so many trials happening uh, that are starting in October. You have President Trump suing CNN now. You have the Durham trial uh, coming up. And then you have another trial, uh, uh, Elon Musk and Twitter in October. I just think it's, and also uh, uh, Bannon, Steve Bannon, his appeal trial is going to be in October. It's very strange that they're all in October, I think, right before the midterms. Of course. I'm yeah. not surprised at all. They're trying to do a sweep and take people under, but it's going to go, it's going to turn around. You can't do evil forever and don't think it's not going to turn around. Right. And that's just like the Steve Bannon trial. People are like, uh, uh, just like the gentleman I had on uh, the other day. He's like, well, Steve Bannon was, uh, he was proven guilty. I was like, man, the, it was a federal judge in Washington, D.C. It was a jury selection in Washington, D.C. What's the main thing about Washington, D.C.? They're Democrats, and they hate Trump or anybody who's around Trump. So, of course, he was going to be uh, found guilty. Of course, he wasn't going to be able to put up his own defense or uh, call in the January 6th committee for witnesses. So, And I think his appeal, I think he's going to, uh, uh, I think he's going to win his appeal, and I don't think anything's going to happen to him whatsoever. He was under executive privilege by the president, former president of the United States, so... How can they, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, once again, uh, Latoya, thank you so much for joining us. Did you have any uh, social media that you wanted to uh, shout out there again and just remind the audience? Sure. Um, I thank you for letting me be on the show. It was so much fun to be able to talk to someone about matters that really matter. Uh, my social media is on Instagram. It's all Launch to Jesus Initiative, as well as um, I have a Facebook, Facebook group. Um, Launched Jesus Initiative, and I'm also on YouTube. It's probably under T. Latoya Launched Jesus Initiative. I try to keep all my handles the same, and on Twitter and TikTok as well. But thank you so much for having me. Oh, it, it was my pleasure. And folks, uh, let's go over. Let's show that podcast some love. Launched the Jesus Initiative. I love the name of it. Uh, let's go show that podcast some love. Also, if you do want to be a guest here, or you have any questions or comments, be sure to email us at olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. That'll be all for today's show. Thank you guys so much. And uh, as always, God bless and God bless America. Thank you all.